0: Hello, everyone, welcome to another episode of Carrier Uncut. Today we're going to be talking about network technologies moving fast in 5G, uh, standalone 5G, and some 5G Verizon Wireless news with your host, the SMT himself. So here we go in 3, 2, 1. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Hey, what is going on SMT nation? It's your boy the SMT. We've got a huge update for you guys today We're gonna look at the future of wireless networking We're gonna talk a lot about the future of 5g network core operations different types of capabilities things that are obviously up and coming down the pipeline and they're going to be important moving forward in the future Uh, a lot of these technologies are going to be pivotal in what happens with 5g and even LTE transitioning for you know past network technologies, and what's going to be happening with uh, you know network slicing, DSS, all these future things. And are really gonna make our wireless networks amazing in the near term and long term future. So let's start first with this item in 5G transitioning. So Verizon is progressing on its 5G transition plan. Uh, They've completed successful trials in its future standalone 5G network operations. They completed a full data session on its 5G core. The time frame of utilization of this technology is estimated for the end of 2020, so very near term. Up to this point, all carriers that have been utilizing 5G have been the non-standalone variation of the technology, which utilizes 4G LTE as its core. And, um, I I mean, a lot of people call it, you know, fake 5G, it is kind of like pseudo 5G, because it is still utilizing 4G LTE for its operations. Once transitioned to standalone 5G, with all true 5G equipment like radio technologies, software, and things of that nature, all the network slicing, the dynamic spectrum sharing, the ultra low latency, higher capacity speeds, uplink uh, technology can improve, wider channels, things like that, all that becomes possible. Uh, advanced solutions and gaming, uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, I think a lot of the stuff we see with consumer and enterprise solutions really starts to open up once we get all of this in place. So, uh, you know, you've got an all cloud based operation system for this 5G core dish network will be doing the same AT&T is going to be doing the same, I think eventually T-Mobile gets there as well. So it's best for automation, best for flexibility, and of course, adaptability, and all carriers will eventually go this route. Verizon does appear to be way ahead of schedule with all of this when you look at the curve in terms of what every other carrier is doing. uh, This has been in development for a few years, and Verizon is moving quite quickly. Uh, It's going to support multi-vendor strategies in which they're going to leverage companies against one another. This should help with pricing. This should keep things competitive and keep them innovating in the space. Uh, So the core in terms of operation will be a collection of software uh, Computers networking storages. I think also the AI and machine learning piece become huge parts here. Uh, It'll be fully scalable super efficient active resource management a lot of the RAND technology that we're seeing from different companies is going to be in full effect here, full data and analytics. It's going to be truly impressive to see where wireless networking can go in the future because of this type of technology. I'm super, super excited. I know it's really geeky, but... You know, Verizon and other companies are going to do amazing things with wireless networking. So, very excited for this. And I know uh, for a fact that Verizon is going to be bringing Google on for a lot of this stuff, uh, both in commercials, uh, commercial networking, and other applications. So, I'm super psyched about it. This next piece that I'll talk about uh there were rumors of network vendor changes over at verizon and it looks like those have actually come true verizon gave nokia the boot nokia is no longer going to be uh, one of the vendors that uh, verizon is going to work with they've replaced them completely with samsung as their second vendor verizon ran contracts will be with ericsson and samsung only moving forward all nokia equipment will be eliminated and replaced Going all the way back to 4G LTE equipment as well as moving forward with current and future 5G equipment. Uh, Verizon completely cutting out and gutting Nokia from its network operations. This is huge. They're completely eliminating them from all operations. Uh, this may be due to the fact that there might be some things that Nokia is coming short on. Uh, specifically, I think it might have something to do with their inability to provide DSS solutions for Verizon. So I that's just my guess. So um nokia may not be ready and and this could be indicative of that essentially this could set back verizon a little bit nationally with 5g because they're gonna have to take down all the nokia stuff and you know convert it to either samsung or ericsson and it looks like looks like this specifically will address the samsung piece verizon is gonna definitely work fast that's what they do They work quietly, they work quickly, uh, but it shouldn't be too bad. It might set them back a couple of months, maybe two or three months, but it's definitely going to be something that I think Verizon thought all the way through, and it had to happen for them to be successful with their network moving forward. It's a multi-billion dollar deal for Samsung. This is huge. It'll be over the course of the better part of the next decade, so it is going to be a long-standing relationship. This sucks for Nokia. It's great for Samsung. I know Nokia is still going to be working closely with T-Mobile on a lot of things, but uh, I mean, this is—it's pretty big. So, and uh, I think you know like when we look at what nokia is doing with t-mobile and it keeps them viable there but to lose a big vendor or a big carrier like verizon is definitely going to hurt their prospects uh their shares and things will likely go down and things of that nature um let me know what you guys think of all that stuff from verizon and let me know what else you think about that whole nokia samsung i mean samsung's coming on strong this is huge news for them uh drop me a line in the comment section on any of that stuff i just covered last little thing i'll cap things off one plus eight not selling very well at Verizon. I'm very very surprised uh, The fact that this phone is not selling according to sources. I think it was wave 7 that's reporting this I mean the phone is 799. It's better than the s20 at a thousand dollars It's better than the s20 plus and s20 ultra which exceed a thousand and go into like twelve fourteen hundred dollar territory I'm really surprised by this the phone the one plus eight is actually selling very well at t-mobile and I, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's marketing. Maybe it's supply. I mean, that's what we're seeing here. Verizon has carried the OnePlus 8 since April, but sales have been lackluster since the beginning and the launch. So speculation is that there could be a stock issue or maybe there's just no demand for the phone. I don't know which one it is. I'll look into it, but I'm really surprised by this. Verizon sells the phone for $799. It's the cheapest phone that they carry up until until they got the Samsung A71, which I think is going to be $649. But in my opinion, I would say that the OnePlus 8 is a better phone than a $649 A71 5G, which is more of a mid-ranger. I would say that the OnePlus 8 is more of a premium flagship, in my personal opinion. So the 799 asking price with millimeter wave connectivity and IP rating not enough to get people excited about the phone I know T-Mobile sells it for 699 a little bit of a better value does not have the millimeter wave tech But it is sub 6 gigahertz only But to see that it's selling well at T-Mobile and not at Verizon. I'm very surprised no word on exact sales numbers or reasons But uh, I'm not really sure what's going on there, but it looks like possibly if this is the case over the course of the next six months or whenever the next OnePlus drops, I don't think OnePlus is long for the Verizon store, which is unfortunate because they're a big time carrier, a lot of customers, and it was supposed to be a way for OnePlus to really take advantage of the North American market and leverage sales by being in carrier stores. Obviously OnePlus is not an AT&T, so it's pretty much only selling at T-Mobile stores. I'm surprised by this, what say you? Drop me a line in the comment section below on anything from today's video. Let me know what you guys think of these news, your thoughts and opinions, the voice of the people, the SMT Nation, let your voice be heard. Uh, Before you get going do me a solid if you appreciated this video you appreciate your daily dedications from the SMT Hit that like button share this video to your favorite socials uh, Twitter Instagram Facebook however you do it. Thank you so much for that if you're a new viewer consider subscribing and activating that bell Notification icon so you never miss an upload from the SMT if you are a real one you watch this all the way through Let's hashtag two things if you want hashtag uh, hashtag Samsung right, being this this new deal with, um, with Verizon, and then let's also hashtag 1 plus 8, 1 plus 8, and that'll be the hashtags for today. Uh, again, thank you guys for watching. Uh, here's some other videos. If you're not ready to leave the channel, I'll go ahead and put some end cards up here. You guys can check those things out if you're not ready to leave, and that's pretty much it. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the video. Hope you have a great rest of the day. I'm the SMT, and I will catch you guys on the next video.